Okay. Hello, and welcome to Sister Magic. Again. <laughs> this is Michaela. And this is Chandra. And we are on round two. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. We began recording without recording. So here we are, again. Yep. Now we are real <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> and this better sound good episodes. because we have practiced. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Today we are talking about sigils. Sigils. And I'll tell my story again. Mm -hmm. Please do. The reason, or the the inspiration for today's uh, topic Mm -hmm. was on Friday the 13th. I went and got my very first tattoo. Woo! Which was very exciting. Pause for applause. (laughs) Okay. Um, it was very exciting and it got me thinking about like the symbolism of the things that I had chosen and why I had chose them. And so that, that put me in the mood of sigils. And in case you're curious, the tattoo is a coffin with three bats on it Mm -hmm. and we will post pictures later. We will. As it is healing. Yes. Excellent. We are excited. Mm -hmm. And we've also decided that February the 13th, I'm sorry, Friday the 13th. (sighs) needs to be a holiday for our people. Agreed. <laughs> and we don't have to go to work on that day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Yes. And if they try to make us, we will scream religious persecution. Yes. Because <laughs> we get to do that. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. So, so we've been thinking about symbols and sigils mm-hmm. because yes. the tattoo. Because of the tattoo. Makes sense. Yep. Awesome. All right. We're going to jump in. We are. So this this topic is kind of hard to find um, good information on, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through my podcasts, and I think only one of them had uh, an episode on sigils. And it was kind of a, well, we don't do this, but we'll tell you what it means kind of episode, which I guess is kind of what I'm doing, but at least you've done sigils. <laughs> 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 I don't feel so bad. Right. As the person who has not done the sigils, I'm going to kind of interview you about the sigils. I like it. Okay. I'm here to be interviewed. Sweet. So sigils, and let's break this down again. Uh, Sigils, symbols, um, runes, differences, where they they meet, that kind of thing. Ah, yes. Okay. So as we learned when we were talking and not recording before, (laughs) (laughs) uh, it is... A personal preference on whether or not you believe that um, certain things are sigils or not. Mm-hmm. My prefer- personal uh, viewpoint is that like things like runes and pentacles and pentagrams are sigils. Right. And they are, in my opinion, uh, I would say charged maybe a little bit more heavily but differently in a sense. It's not the, so much of a personal charging or a personal attachment to them, but it they have represented the things that they represent for so many years that they have a lot of ancestral and ancient knowledge and and energy attached to them. They have power as a symbol itself. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, that makes sense. So I I do think it's worth noting that, you know, various places on the internet say that these are not the same things. Symbols and Mm -hmm. sigils are not the same things and runes are not sigils. Like like Kayla said, I think this is kind of personal preference because it seems Mm -hmm. to depend on where you get your information and we have no idea who is right, so <laughs> <laughs> so there. Exactly. Yes. All right. What is a sigil, Chandra? Sigils are symbols of manifestation and intent. Yes, they are. 
They contain usually magical properties, and they I have written down that they are intended to focus one's intent into the symbol mm-hmm. um, and create an influence on a person or place or situation, etc. Exactly. The The word sigil is actually comes from the Latin word for seal, which Ooh. I thought was interesting because you put the seal on like documents that are done yes. and official and that kind of thing. So it's just kind of a, a wrapping something up. Uh-huh. feeling to me exactly yeah i but, like it but i thought it's cool that sigils are one of the oldest forms of protection that we have documentation of like we have uh, evidence of them from the neolithic era uh-huh. and a lot of uh, religions and cultures even today use sigils and symbols like i was thinking about like christians use a cross you know they hang them in their houses and they wear them on necklaces and it's a yes. protection it, there's there's energy in that for them Right. So, they're everywhere. So, how do you make your own? Oh, this is cool. I'm sorry. I was just looking through the book that I have. Oh, yeah. Um, you go ahead and, and tell us what the book is because the we, book we is <laughs> Sigil Witchery by Laura Tempest Zakroff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes through the etymology, like she said, the Latin from seal. But yes. it also talks about there's another consideration that it may be related to the Hebrew sagula. Ooh. Meaning a talisman or word or action of a spiritual nature. Oh, that's cool. I like that. So, especially since a lot of the early references to sigils are from that, uh, it's the Lesser Key of Solomon book. Yeah. Which is kind of a, a grimoire. Mm hmm. Anyway. Yeah. It's very historical stuff. Feel free to dig deeper into that, listeners. Please do. I'm not smart enough to tell you more. <laughs> <laughs> We're a witchcraft podcast, not a history podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I have kind of this breakdown of this episode where first we will talk about um, what it means to design and create a sigil. And then Mm -hmm. we will talk about what it means to activate or change a sigil. Mm -hmm. And then the surrender process. Okay. So first, design and create. What does it mean to design or create a sigil? It means to design. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me Google. (laughs) So, when you're designing or creating your own sigil, um, there's a few different ways to do it. And what you'll find is if you, like, Google it online, the at least when I have done it, the most common one that pops up, um, and the, the first few steps are usually the same for any sigil that you're doing, is you're going to write, or, de- you know, define your intent for your sigil. Okay, right. And you're going to write it down. Okay. And after that, you would... Oh, let's rewind a little bit. So mm-hmm. when you're defining your intent, right? Uh, like we talked about in a few episodes ago, you are putting what you want in a in a present tense. So if you are designing a protection sigil, you would say something along the lines of "I am protected," not "I will be protected." Exactly. Or yeah. "I want to be protected," or etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would take and you eliminate any repeating letters. Right. Once you've written it down. Yep. Okay. Eliminate repeating letters. Sometimes Eliminate vowels. Letters. Sometimes vowels if you de- if you want to. Yeah. I honestly sometimes I don't. I haven't a hundred percent figured out what the intention behind re- removing vowels is. Right. I think it's just to kind of make it into an abbreviation. I think is the idea. That's fair. But I don't think that's right for everyone. <laughs> right. 
Especially since if a lot you of the feel cool like shapes you can get, are in the vowels. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I guess if you feel like you can get the point across without the vowels, go for it. But right. if you want to keep the vowels, I say keep the vowels. Yeah, you're not breaking anything. Um, no. Yeah. And then once you have those, uh, like I said, the one that I've seen the most frequently, and it's not necessarily the way that I do mine, but it's it's you take your like your letters and you match them up with different what numbers they correspond with on like a grid. Sure, yeah. And then you have your numbers in a random circle and you connect them via lines. Oh, okay. So that ends up with a very, like, random-looking sigil. I think that's how they made the Necronomicon sigil, I believe. Because it's just got all those funny cross lines everywhere and then there's a couple circles in the middle. Yeah, Yeah. that could be it. I think that's where that came from. I have to look up what the Necronomicon sigil looks like. Necronomicon. (laughs) <laughs> yes that's exactly what it looks like okay all right yes all right Sweet. we're good okay <laughs> um, so that's one so way that's, that's one way the way that i like to do mine is you you follow those first few steps you know elite your eliminate your repeating letters vowels if you like mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and then you break those letters down into like their basic components so their lines and their curves mm-hmm. and then you take those lines and curves and you build a symbol right. out of those lines and curves and okay. Thus, your sigil takes place, or takes flight, or whatever. Shape? Takes form. There we go. Shape. That was the word. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's my brain. I had it first. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it was your day with the brain? <laughs> I did. <laughs> How did you get it? I've been sharing it with Chris for, like, the past three years. <laughs> so it was clearly my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. What I was finding was that uh, it's best to do this this process by hand. Like there's yes. a certain amount of because this is where you are imbuing this symbol with your energy, which makes it a mm-hmm. sigil. And so the the actual process of having to do that by hand is is important for the energy, yes. right? Very much so. Okay. Um, you were you were talking in our <laughs> take one about how there are <laughs> sigil generators. On yes, the there are yeah. central generators on the internet, and you can like basically kind of follow the same process of like figure out your intent and just pop it in, and it will pop something out for you. Sure, yeah. I believe while those are very help, can be very helpful to people. Right. I don't believe that they hold the same charge. Uh, chair. Yeah, exactly. Charge or energy mm-hmm. within yeah. them as if you had you know fully created it exactly from beginning to end on your exactly. own. Oh, and I think it it's so the reason that I like the the components of the letters more than the random lines connecting to different places. Yeah. Is like I feel like I can go back and and essentially read that sigil later like I can figure out what it meant. Mhm. Because I have very bad memory. Yes, exactly. And, and it if can I help can't you remember what it meant. <laughs> it can help you with recall to see yeah. like the the representations of the letters exactly recall the words yeah and then in the book that i that i was referring to earlier the sigil witchery book she also goes into um how you can add different things into your sigils like um commonly known symbols or imagery yeah like we have arrows we have x's we have crosses we have spirals sure um you know eyes hearts or keys scales for like justice and stuff like that so when I'm creating my personal sigils, I like to do a combination of those two. 
where I, I do the, the word components, the yeah. letter components, and then I add in some of the imagery that corresponds to the intention that I am exactly okay. after. Okay, very good. Yeah. Um, some information I found that was very helpful is that you don't actually have to be artistic for any of this. That's not necessary. This is intended, is not not intended to necessarily be pretty. And you can even be designing like very simple, mundane, just like kind of doodles. If you're maybe in the broom <laughs> closet and you don't necessarily want something that looks like it is magical, you can draw a palm tree and put some dots around it and, and you can, that can still be your sigil. It's really what's mm-hmm. best for you. Exactly. Yeah. Really look into those, like, the, 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 the symbology of certain things. Like in my tattoo, yeah. it's, it's the coffin and the bats. Those both have symbology that are actually very, very similar. Makes sense. Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, they're like new beginnings. And well, they are together all the time. They are. Uh-huh. Bats and coffins. Bats and coffins. Which is weird. So, yeah. Look into the, the meaning behind the symbology and, and you know, throw mm-hmm. that in. It's very true. I think it yeah. adds even more energy to it if you're bringing in something like that exists in the natural world that already has energy exactly attached to yeah it. yeah and giving yourself the opportunity to learn those things helps charge up that energy as well because it gets mm-hmm. you excited about it exactly yeah all okay. right so that is how you create slash design a sigil a sigil in Ooh. a nutshell okay so now tell me about how we activate or change the sigil all right. What do you do after you draw it? That is also widely up for discussion. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people do them a lot of different ways. Some people will, will charge their sigils um, like they would their crystals in the moon okay. or okay. with certain waters. Um, a lot of people will just kind of hold the sigil and focus on it and like imbue the energy that they want to have that. Sure. That Channeling your have. own energy. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, what's well, some others? I know some people will do that and then burn the sigil mm-hmm. to activate it. A yeah. lot of people like to use it. Fire. Whoosh. You exactly. Know. Um, so, really there's that you can do a lot of things to activate your sigil. Once again, the information I found, <laughs> I'll share it with you. Yes, please. <laughs> was saying that it's uh, the activation process it's actually important to make the, the sigil change in some way. So like you said, burning it, you can put it on a piece of paper and burn it and that changes mm-hmm. it. Um, some people like to write their sigils on, like on the steamy mirror after a shower. And then as the, um. the steam goes away, the sigil disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of kitchen witches use it in cooking. They will carve it into doughs and then bake mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And so the baking process changes it and activates the sigil. Uh, drawing it in dirt or... Um, as you stir tea or, or pots on the stove, you can actually kind of stir the sigil into the water, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, there's different, different ways to do it. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of like watching it kind of disappear. Exactly. With, an, yeah. uh, with a force outside of you. Yes. To let it kind of release into the world. Right. And according like to that. some people, that part is very important. I can see that. Yeah. Which kind of leads into that next part of surrender, which may or may not necessarily be important. Um, but if you are doing something where you're burning it or mm-hmm. you're writing it on something where it's going to disappear, um, you're you're trusting it, right? You're putting yes. kind of a faith 
into mm-hmm. it and you're letting it go. So you're surrendering and you don't necessarily see it again until you mm-hmm. choose to come back and draw it again. Exactly. So there's a surrender and allowing it to do its work, mm-hmm. which I thought was really beautiful. I really like that. Yeah. That is the knowledge I have. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> um, I was just thinking of like when when sigils are used. Yes. Would be a good one to talk about. So I personally use sigils a lot in my own personal spell work. Okay. So when I'm performing something, um, say I'm doing like a spell jar or, or something like that, yeah. I would create the sigil and place it within. Oh, you did the, that with the working that I'm doing with the one you gave to me, huh? You have the yes, little I piece did. of paper with the singed edges and it has the yep. sigil on it. Okay. It has a sigil. Awesome. So that's I like to do that because it kind of like keeps that energy bundled in. Yes, there. that makes sense. That makes sense. With the, with the thing. Um, or a lot of people will carve their sigils into their candles. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was Which is that. really cool. It kind of goes along with the change. Exactly. You carve yes. it in and it goes away. As it melts. There exactly. it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, another really cool one that I like to do is with glamour magic, um, which is a whole other con, you know, uh, other thing to talk about, but sure. it's essentially, it's a lot of different things, but when I'm doing it, I will like put like a certain sigil, like on my face with my foundation. Okay. For like protection or something. Yeah. And then I will blend it out. And then you blend it out and you activate yeah. it. Exactly. Gotcha. You can also do that with, like, your nail polish if you wanted to draw sure. something in there. Or <laughs> tattoos. I'm on a tattoo kit right now. do tattoos. <laughs> you, can, you can sigil your tattoo or tattoo your sigil on you if you wanted to. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Or you can draw just, like, ink. Um, yeah. Like pen ink. You exactly. can draw it, like, on your arm or something, and then as it wears away, it changes, it activates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Some good that's, ideas. That's how those go. Mm-hmm. Well, the basics of, of what I can think of how they used. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's tons more to that, but I think you really have to get your hands dirty to start finding out. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the feeling I'm getting. It is. You've got to kind of practice with it and play right. with it. And, and, you know, a sigil can take you two minutes to create, or it can take you a week. Sure. If you let and it brew. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had, I had one that I created um, last year for, I think it was for that, that self-love spell that I did that backfired on me. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone, everyone loved you. Everyone yes. loved Kayla. <laughs> oh, my God. It was funny. But, like, I sat for a, over a week. Yeah. In preparations for doing that spell and gathering the information and working on what components I wanted to be in that sigil to make sure that it was perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think a challenge for me is is even just in, in intention setting for anything else is I struggle to just boil what I want down into yeah. a simple statement of of intent. Yeah. Like, like I want to be happy. Doesn't really work because it's not specific. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so really, really boiling down those specifics and knowing what it is that you actually want. That's probably the process that could take the whole week or a month. It even could. you could be like tossing out ideas and, and mm-hmm. writing them down and crossing them out and take time, get it right. Take your time, do your yeah. meditation, do yeah. your grounding, 
kind of, you know, do whatever you have to do to get inside. Yeah. And do the introspection of like what you want or need in your life right now. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, sometimes you're going to know exactly what you need. You might need security right now. You might need protection. You might need $20. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but it might be something deeper that you don't quite know yet, you know? It's true. Take and time and let it come to you. Yeah. I think that's the really cool thing about sigils is you can use them for anything. Right. And you can keep as using... As long as you can write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you can keep record of them in your, your mm -hmm. Book of Shadows or Grimoire or journal, whatever it is that you you personally yep. use. You can write them down, and you can keep, keep coming back and using the mm -hmm. same one over and over again if you want. Or you can just make yep. new ones. If that one didn't do quite what you wanted or you want something more specific, yeah, there's not really any limits there. No. And one thing that I, too, wanted to say is... So we have those those personal sigils yeah. that we keep to ourselves. Yeah. I also wanted to talk a little bit on like public sigils. Yeah. Because something that's popped up as as the world is getting in a crazy fucking place right now um, <laughs> is someone out there created a specific sigil for like the um, basically safeguarding women's health rights. Mm -hmm. And it's got like the, the imagery of like a uterus on it. And it's got everything. And it's oh, okay. really cool. Yeah. And it's it. They put it out there for everybody to use. Okay. And I think that that's really cool because you end up getting this. Oh, what's the like the collective? Uh huh. Yeah. Energy in that symbol. Yes, absolutely. Because everyone has seen it and everyone is using it for the same purpose. Yep. And I think that really builds the the uh, energy around it. Yes. So. I think you're right. But also, uh, as another note, um, not all sigils shared are meant to be used by other people. Correct. Like if someone else has shared their sigil, they're not, unless they are expressly giving permission for it to be used, it is their sigil. It Keep is. your hands off it. Yep. Yep. That make, is a good note. Make your own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no more, no stealing. No we don't stealing steal sigils. sigils. No. That's a good way to get yourself hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad things will happen. Whether or not you believe in baneful magic, uh, it exists. So, <laughs> we enough. don't steal from witches in uh -huh. any way, shape, or form. You just do not do it. It's just not worth the consequences. It's not. Yeah. You don't steal, and you don't lie to a witch. <laughs> yeah. They Pro will Probably know. good advice just all the way around. Just don't do yeah. those things. Yeah. So, so anything, yeah. anything exciting outside of sigils? I think you guys said you were going to do moon bathing this evening. We're going to moon bathe. Yes, Sweet. I couldn't remember if that was said I don't while know. recording or not while recording. Yeah. I'm just going to assume everything said wasn't. This uh, <laughs> might be a repetition. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> today is the blood moon eclipse. Uh -huh. um, and just after we're done recording today, me and Elliot are going to take the truck up to the mountains and do some moon bathing. That's and awesome. The truck that and, is awesome. Yeah. I am hoping to get to witness it if I can make myself stay awake long enough. I have to make it to ten eleven p.m. Everyone, <laughs> draw some sigils for me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because I've started to do some shadow work with some help because I needed some help. 
And I think this is important to talk about because I'm the one who's always on here saying, like, stop giving people your money if you're not sure that they deserve your money. (laughs) So I I want to say I am giving someone who I believe is qualified my money to help Mm -hmm. me figure out how to do shadow work because I keep just running into a wall and just not sure how to do it. And I've had one session and it's been immensely helpful already. So that's so good. As much as I don't want you all to be taken advantage of by those who don't deserve your money, it's okay to go get help when yes. you can't figure out how to do something. That's yes. okay. That's very okay. Yeah. Just always do your research and just make sure yes. you know who you're giving your money to. Who you're paying. Exactly. If they reached out to you first on Instagram, don't do it. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're on any sort of witchy Instagram, you know how often that happens. Yeah, it's very true. I felt drawn to your energy. No, you didn't. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) My energy didn't want you. Go away. Uh My energy is not on Instagram. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) It's been forbidden to be on Instagram. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So that's sigils. Yes. That's sigils. A little bit on shadow work. Little little lighter week for you after our uh, our heavier week last week. It was so, heavy, but we actually we, had some some decent feedback. I on think that we one. got great feedback from last People week. People yeah. liked it, yeah. Which I I was honestly surprised. I, I was too. I thought it was going to be a little rough for everyone, but <laughs> yeah, you guys like our our personal uh, anguish. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are here for it. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> Yep. Absolutely. That's how it goes. And if anyone has any topics that they would like discussed, please feel mm-hmm. free to send us an email. We are Sister Magic uh, Pod. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sister Magic Pod at gmail.com. Magic with a K. Yes. In case you forgot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we can also be found on the Instagram and the Twitter. Also at Sister Magic Pod. Thank you. You're welcome. And for resources today, again, I have the Sigil Witchery book from Laura Tempest Zakroff. Yes. And Did you have another book you were referring to? I had another book that I, I hadn't referred to much today, but it's also on sigils, um, and I really like it. It's called The Sacred Alignments and Sigils. Okay. It's about angelic magic, renaissance thought, and modern methods of sigilization. Ooh. That sounds So it's a bit complex. more of a... Yeah, it's an advanced read on sigils. Okay, gotcha. Well, I will create links for both of those in our resources. I did not find resources beyond, like, Wikipedia, which you all can find because you have Google, so I'm just going to leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. All All right. right. Well, enjoy your moon bathing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And this has been Sister Magic. Now go read a book. (laughs) Ha ha ha.